You're listening to the How to Talk to Girls podcast with your dating coach, Trip from TripAdvice.com. Do you struggle with getting girls to like you? You'll learn step-by-step how to talk to girls to create deep connections, whether it be for <laughs> one night of wild fun, a one-week fling. Are you currently involved in a sexual relationship? Or for a lifelong partner. Full of long-lasting pleasure. Here's your host, Trip. Hey, Trip here, and welcome to the How to Talk to Girls podcast. We're on episode number 19, and we have a very special interview. Let me, let's just get it straight here. They're all special. I handpick every single one of these interviews to make sure that you only hear from the best of the very best. Now, if you're just listening and tuning in for the first time, big welcome to you. This podcast is all about how to talk to girls so you can get them interested in you and get more dates and have the love life and the sex life that you desire. And by listening to this podcast, you're going to learn how to do that. So a big welcome. And if you enjoy listening to the podcast, we put out at least one every single week. We're up to two now uh, doing one to two. We got an interview series and we got just the, the tips series. So we're going to be putting a lot of these out. Subscribe so you stay updated on every single one that comes out. And also, I want to hear from you. I love reading the reviews. I love hearing what you guys think of the podcast. So leave a review. I read every single one. And actually, here's one right now that just came in yesterday. This is from NRC 2015, subject, like Hitch, but for real. I've been listening to this podcast for a few weeks and I love it. Ha ha. Trip is like Will Smith and Hitch, but in real life. The advice he gives definitely makes things a lot more clear and is pretty actionable. Thank you. That is the point. He also says here the guests he brings on are pretty cool. Would like to hear some female experts. That's great feedback. Actually, the next interview after this will be a female expert. Who is it going to be? Stay tuned and you will hear. Uh, Let's see. He also says it could make for a fun time to see what they agree with and what they don't agree with. And uh, he also says, I talked to my best friend about what is on the podcast and sometimes she laughs and is like, no, it's very interesting. I should probably do an episode about women girls, whatever, giving you advice in terms of dating, because some are really good and some are also really bad. You know, it's funny that she says no, because all the advice that I give on here does work. I'm not just making things up. It's stuff that I've tested, not only on myself, but with students and uh, and, in coaching boot camps, right? We've, We've tested a lot of these things out to see what works and what doesn't work. So... You know, and here, here's the idea too. You got to remember is that some women don't really understand attraction. Just like you, you you're learning about attraction now. You don't really understand it either. You know, and they don't understand it and how it applies to them, right? So if they feel that this stuff doesn't work, that doesn't mean that that's the truth. Because sometimes they don't even know what's happening when they're actually getting attracted to a guy. They, they don't know what he's doing that's making, making it feel like she's attracted. That's why I say a lot of this stuff is, is very uh, subconscious, right? Like you, a lot of things that you're doing are subcommunicating to her. So here's like an example, right? Is that if you are trying to attract a girl and be confident, right? I talk about confident body language and actually our guest David Wygan talks about that too on today's interview. So confident body language is what? Standing tall, giving good eye contact, 
um, walking with a very smooth attitude, not being very choppy and awkward, right? So you think a woman sees that and is like, wow, he's so confident. Look how he walks in his eye contact and his shoulders. I mean, maybe, but most girls, they're not noticing those specific things. They don't know why the guy is confident. They're just like, he's confident. They don't know why. Anyways, my point is, is just because a woman says like, oh, that's not the best advice. That would never work on me. That doesn't mean it's true. Anyways, uh, not trying to defend myself here. Just trying to explain to you why women might say uh, that this stuff doesn't work, quote unquote. Anyway, either way, NRC 2015, thank you so much for the feedback. Thanks for the five stars. Truly appreciate it. And uh, if you're listening right now and you want to give me feedback and leave an awesome review, go ahead. Again, I read every single one. Okay, another thing, and you might have heard me say this on every single episode, but I'm going to say it again because you might be listening for the first time, is that I give a free gift away. That's right. If you go to tripadvice.com slash podcast dash gift, what you're going to find is a little box where you can put your email in and you're going to receive in your email a video of one of my students turned coach who went and approached two beautiful women and I have a hidden camera on him and you're going to see every little aspect of how he approaches them, what he says, how he gets them attracted and I break it down behind the scenes saying to you who's watching what he's doing right, what he's doing wrong, and then in turn how you can apply those same methods, excuse me, those same methods and techniques to when you go and approach and talk to a girl. So check that out, tripadvice.com slash podcast dash gift. Okay, without further ado, you're about to hear from the man, David Wygant from davidwygant.com. This guy has been coaching for about 20 years now, and he came on this podcast, and he is talking to us about how to attract and approach girls at grocery stores, at coffee shops, and he's going to tell some stories about how you can get better at that, how you can start a conversation with these girls, what to say, and how to just feel more confident in general approaching and socializing with beautiful women that are in your town. So, check it out here, David Wygant. Let's go. Hey, David, what's going on, man? Good to have you here. Thanks, Trip, man. Always good to hang with you. Yes, absolutely. Now, I don't want to get too much into how you started because I want to just get right into some juicy tips here. But if you guys don't know David Wygant, oh, and correct me if I'm wrong, David, I remember you started, I mean, this was like maybe in the mid to late 90s, and you would just go to Whole Foods, you'd pick up girls. And guys, you kind of like gain this organic following of guys who saw that you were doing this, that were really impressed. And you just started doing it for fun, teaching guys how to meet girls at Whole Foods and grocery stores and things like that. Is that right? Yeah, you know, it's so funny. It didn't start. There was no industry per se. You know, there was no, you know, this wasn't like the cool thing to do. You know, hey, I want to be a dating coach, you know, and I want to prove to guys I can get laid so I can become a dating coach, you know. I mean, it was very organic the way it is. And that's how I really believe life is in my teachings. I mean, I, I moved to Los Angeles. I didn't know anybody. I'm not a drinker. I didn't want to go out to bars. I was in my thirties. I don't believe in bars to begin with anyway. You know, they're great for the young guys, but as you hit 30, they really make you look like that guy in the corner. And I was 
dating people out of Whole Foods and I was hanging out this coffee bean and tea leaf in Brentwood. And one day I said, look, I'm going to go to Whole Foods and I'm going to go get a sandwich. And 10 guys get up and they go, oh my God, we get to see the magic can happen. Let's all go. And I'm like, and it was just unreal. I thought to myself, this is what guys don't do. Guys do not pursue women out and about. And now it's even worse, Trip, as you know now with you know, Tinder and all the other things, guys have become even more lazy, you know, when it comes down to it. But it was very organic and it was really based on something I was actually good at, you know, connecting, meeting people, no pickup lines, no bullshit, really reading women's body language and signals and everything else. So yeah, it just started as as a business. I mean, I thought it was a joke. I used to go to parties, man, in the in the late nineties and say, Yeah, I teach people how to meet and date. And everybody was like, oh, my God, how do you get paid doing that, right? How funny is that one? Amazing. It's funny, too, because people don't realize. They laugh at that. And the reason why they laugh and they're like, that's crazy, is because they don't understand that a lot of men and women have a lot of trouble dating. Because no one talks about it. I mean, the women talk about it with them and their friends. But guys don't talk about it with each other. They keep it to themselves that they have issues. No one's telling anyone to download this podcast, they're just keeping it to themselves and and trying to get the information and moving on from there. And I wanted to know this too, because you said here that you'd go out and you'd be connecting with women. And I believe that's one of the single most important things you can do to get a girl interested in you. What is your secret to connecting with these girls that you talk to? What do you think helps you connect fast with these women? Read it. I don't have an outcome. I'm not like these guys that walk around that are like, I'm going to go out and do 50 approaches today. I'm going to get 10 phone numbers, you know, and you know that when they come to you with that and it's like, whoa, vomit anxiety all over me, right? You know, it's, I just read things. I have an abundant mindset about life. I know that if I go out and have a great time, no matter where I am and I'm smiling and I'm happy and I'm having fun, you know, I easily easily are going to meet people. It's just, it all starts with mindset. For instance, I was at Equinox the other day and you know, most guys go to the gym and they're and meet girls at the gym and everything else. And I'm having a good time. I mean, I'm working out, you know, it's like, I'm at a gym. I'm enjoying myself. I'm, it's a Saturday morning. You know, I'm going to go see my kid in a little while. I mean, everything is positive. My whole mindset is positive. So then I'm walking through the gym and this hot woman, I mean, unreal just walks towards me and I think to myself fucking a hot beautiful woman who are you not like ooh, dream girl walking towards me Ooh, I hope she talks to me oh I wish I can talk to her I'm like looking at that with a mindset of hot beautiful girl and I smile at her she gives me this huge smile 20 minutes later we're both stretching we're talking and I leave with her phone number it's just easy I make it easy I read the energy I'm good energy I'm positive energy most people walk around negative with sticks in their ass, so nobody wants to meet them. Right, exactly. So you're saying it's almost like enjoy what you're doing in the moment. Have fun while you're doing it. You're going to be emitting this positive, real good energy. People are going to pick up on that, and they're going to connect to that. Exactly. They're connecting. They are connecting with positive energy. Like attracts like. If you think about it, most people are miserable. For instance, yesterday – in Whole Foods, in Glendale, having lunch with my daughter, you know, enjoying myself. My daughter's holding on to the cart. The cart is in the, the aisle, but you could still get around it, right? Most people look at the cute little kid, look at me, and they don't, they don't, they smile. They don't care. 
This one woman, a total bitch, looks at me. The second she comes over, she's frowning. She goes, that cart's in the way. I can't get by. That cart's in the way. And she's bitching and complaining. What a cunt. It's like, but that's how most people are. Most people have shit energy. So they're always thinking about how bad their life is or how they can't meet women or, you know, why it doesn't work for them or all their mistakes and all this other stuff. So, of course, you're not going to do well. Right. Exactly. So what do you think when you first started this, when you start, you know, first started getting into this, what was your single most important lesson that you learned when you started to meet more women? Single most important lesson. I mean, I, I mean not, nothing that you have to call back right now that you like, what was it? Like, let's, let's dive back into the past David Wygant when you were doing this and you're like, wow, like it was like, it was a big revolution to you while you were meeting women. I mean, it could have even be, you know, before the Whole Foods era when, when you were meeting women anywhere else, what was it for you? I took a business seminar and I remember at this business seminar, the guy said it was all about sales, marketing and everything else. And he said, SWSWSW, some will, some won't, so what? So I applied that to the same thing with women. Some will be attracted to me. Some won't be attracted to me. So what? I no longer started thinking about the women that I couldn't get. You know, meaning I go approach a woman on the street and I talk to her and I think to myself, I do the recap afterwards, you know, that mental masturbation that every single guy fucking does. Oh my God, I should have done something different. I really could have done something different. I should have said, they should have said boo when I said yay. I should have said hi when I said bye. I should have talked about the green lizard instead of the blue one. You know, it's like all that mental masturbation that people do. Attraction's not a choice. It's either there or not. It's an energy between two people. So I realized that, learned that, and then I started walking around not giving a shit because when you don't give a shit, you attract women. Some will, some won't, so what? It's the power of SW, and it changed my life right away. How long did it take you to, I mean, right when you heard that, do you think it was like just tattooed on your brain, or did it take a while in some some practice and a little bit of exercise to get that in there, or was it just like, whoa, like from that point on, it was like, okay, I just don't give a shit. Was there anything you did to, to really, you know, be in that mindset? Um, yeah, as a matter of fact, it's like, I just realized once again, that this dream girl, and I started going back in my history, all the dream girls that I never, that I met, that I never went out with, I never remembered their name anymore. You know, that girl that you're fascinated with at Starbucks, and then you finally talk to her, and it doesn't work out, and you spent like a month thinking about her and obsessed with about her, you got to realize that when you finally do get that girlfriend after going out there and approaching lots of women and meeting lots of people, you don't remember the failures. You don't remember the women at all. As a matter of fact, you don't remember any of them. And that was the key. I didn't remember any of them. I can't even tell any. I don't even remember the names of any of the women at all. None. Yeah, this is... This reminds me of, I mean, and you said this earlier, of this idea of abundance mentality, right? And that's something that I had to learn just through doing, just through the action of it. I always realized like, okay, I would continuously attract woman after woman after woman. And I realized, you know, because I'd get upset if it didn't work out with one girl. I'd, I'd get really upset over it. And then I'd meet another girl. And I, after a while, I was like, wait a minute, no matter what happens... I lose a girl or it doesn't work out or I get rejected, there's always someone else. And it's hard to hear that. I know the guy who's listening right now is like, 
They're trying so hard to understand that, but you know what it is is putting it into practice, and you'll see that there's always another girl. Like you can't even truly understand how many women are out there, don't you think? Oh yeah, when you get consumed with one, you're always consumed with one that's not even you. That's not even for you in the first place. It's not even interested in you. That's not even, I mean, you can't manipulate attraction, Trip, and you know that, right? We've talked about this. You and I have talked about this at length privately. These guys think they can manipulate and manufacture attraction when in reality, it's like I started like getting back my life when I realized I'm the gift, not them. All these women that you fantasize about are just fantasies. So I never fantasize about a woman ever again. I meet them. I connect or don't connect. I go out. We hang out. We either go on a second date or we don't. And I don't worry about it anymore. There's no reason to. It's a waste of time. Right. And you've dated a lot of beautiful women. And you know and, and, and share with us, I mean, even the most beautiful woman is still, you know, I mean, ha has their shit, you know. Some of them are a little nuts. Uh, you know, they don't all have their act together. You know, we're so obsessed with this idea of beauty and it's all about the beauty. And I'm sure you've probably dated some women who maybe you wouldn't consider a 10, but they became a 10 because you're just like, wow, this girl is just attractive in so many other ways. It's like, I just feel like guys are only focused on the looks and don't realize that the looks only go so far because if you're with a girl who's super hot, eh, maybe the sex is great, but everything else is just drama. It's not worth it. Well, you know, it's funny. I went out with a woman the other night. Absolutely breathtaking. Gorgeous. I mean, just fucking gorgeous. She hasn't had a relationship, a good relationship in 10 years. She's got so many intimacy issues. It's unreal. I mean, so there you are. You're fantasizing about this woman who's got so much intimacy issues. She hasn't done the work on herself. She doesn't even know what her love language is. She doesn't even know what she wants in a relationship. And she's 40 fucking years old. It's like, guys. These women don't have their shit together at all. They don't. They walk around. The greatest invention for a woman was their iPhone because now they could just walk around and be socially retarded and have an <laughs> excuse. Uh, before that, <clears throat> excuse me, they were socially retarded and had no excuse at all. You know, they just would, you know, have their friends block them. But the iPhone now, man, they don't even have to talk to a guy right now. They could just stare at that phone all the time. These women don't have their shit together at all. They're looking for you to rescue them. They still have that princess fantasy that's out there you know they still believe that there's some disney princess they still believe that some prince you know charming is going to come running in and that's what a lot of guys don't get you know i've got a a full-on business i've had for 15 years coaching and selling products to women if guys would only see the emails that women send in they would start realizing that these dream women are actually a fucking nightmare all of them Unbelievable. Yeah, it's funny too because I've dated some girls who, I mean, I, not, I've not i dated girls, I've met girls, like it never ends. Like the ones who are always like the models, the hottest, these women, there's a lot of just craziness in their life, you know, and, and they're, they have this weird sense of reality because they've been treated different their whole life. You know, it's like they've always been pretty, so they almost don't know what it's what the real world is like in this way because they're treated differently by everyone, including women. Like the women who are beautiful are treated differently by other women. You know, it's like, it's it's almost two ends of the spectrum. Some women are going to hate them because they're so beautiful. Some women will love them because they are beautiful. And and the same with men, right? So they're, they have this warped idea of what the world should be like. 
So let's let's go into this. I want to focus a little bit because I know that your specialty is meeting women, you know, during the day at coffee shops, grocery stores, things like that. Let's talk about meeting a woman at the grocery store. What is it for you? I mean, what do you think uh, that you can tell the guys? What do you think helps you, you know, start conversation with a girl who's at the grocery store, you know, picking out some vegetables, whatever she's doing? What's do you have a go to line? Does it just kind of come to you? What's your process with that? I mean, it's no go-to line at all. I'm observing what's going on. I don't believe in lines. I believe in observations. If she's looking at vegetables and she's sniffing it differently, I watch things like I'm a fucking actor in a movie. I'm the leading actor in my own Hollywood production. There's, there's extras. Those are all the idiot guys that don't talk to women that are bumping into each other, right? There's the fat women I don't want to talk to, right, because I'm not attracted to them. They're also extras. They're all paid extras to be in my movie. And I see some woman checking out vegetables and she's sniffing the raspberries. So I'm going to walk over and go, does it smell good? It's that simple. It really is. If she's ordering, if she's ordering something, you know, uh, at the deli counter, I'll, you know, she goes, I'm going to have the turkey pot roast, you know, the turkey meatloaf here. Shit, I've never had it. You know, I'll look at her and go, I've never had it here. Is it good? I will talk to her like she's a human being, like she's somebody I've talked to many times before. I'll start up a casual conversation with a big smile, and that's what flirting is all about. It's not about coming up with some stupid line because she doesn't want a line. You're basically, when you throw a line at her, you're throwing her defenses up. When you talk to her casually based on what's going on around you, it's a simple, easy conversation. I mean, yeah, this is just going back to what you were saying earlier is just – you're just being present. You're just noticing what's going on. You're not running through your head of what should I say next or what's what's the opener. You're just looking at what's going on and you're commenting on it. I see you, David, as a very, you know, naturally curious person. And that's that's how I am as well. And I think that's one thing that's helped me be very social, not just with women, but men included, is that you're just interested in the little things, you know, and I think that's what it is. I mean, I think that's what we're talking about here. You're just paying attention to those those little details, little things, and that's what helps you start a conversation. It is. It's all the little things. Right. Exactly. So now, you know, you're at this point where you've met girls in, in all different kinds of places. Do you have a favorite place to meet women? Is there any places that you're like, okay, this is just a place to go where there's just beautiful women everywhere? Supermarkets, everybody's got to eat and their defenses are down, you know, it's like, and their hands are usually too full of a basket, groceries and picking things up. So their iPhone is stuck up their ass where it belongs. Okay. So I love grocery stores. I like the gym, you know, you go on the stretch mat and start stretching. Usually they've taken their music off at that point. So it's easier to talk to them. I like airports. I mean, to me, it's all easy because it's all about becoming a good communicator. You know, I spent my time learning how to be a good communicator because once you learn communication skills, there's not one place that's going to intimidate you to meet women. Secondly, I tell guys all the time to have a home field advantage. The best places to meet women are places that you have confidence in. If you're a guy that's going to bars over and over again and you're not comfortable in bars and you don't drink and you don't really like it, you're never going to be comfortable. Pick places that you go to on a regular basis that you can just chat people up and feel confident. Yeah, absolutely. And I've seen that from you. I mean, you've been in the same town for many years, and you go to those same locations, and you kind of own it too. I remember, I think it was maybe last year, you and I went to uh, this cafe 
in Venice. And you just knew everyone there. Like you knew all the workers. You knew it's like it was very comfortable for you. You created this really comfortable environment. And then it was just so easy for you to spark up conversations with anyone. I remember sitting down with you eating lunch and every beautiful woman that walked by, you'd give this smile to. And I'd like really quickly look over to see her reaction. And there's always this really positive reaction from the woman. And then you guys would spark up a conversation. You were just like in your zone. It was just kind of like you were saying earlier. It's like, it's your movie. You know, you're the star in it. And everything just kind of revolves around you. And and that makes you comfortable. And I think that's, that's really important because a lot of guys, and you know this better than I do, they get really, really nervous and scared. And and it's so hard for them to get comfortable, you know. And and I think one of the things that scares guys the most is that they don't want to interrupt a girl. This is why, you know, quote-unquote day game is so difficult for a lot of guys. They don't want to interrupt the girl, the girl who's on her iPhone or sniffing the vegetables. What do you think about that? What are your thoughts on, you know, these guys who are scared because they don't want to interrupt? Keep waiting for the perfect moment. You'll continually masturbate to you porn every single night. <laughs> I mean, honestly, I can't be more blunt, Trip, at all. I mean, there is no perfect moment. You know, a perfect moment is created by you. You're the man, not a fucking wuss. It's like guys that wait for the perfect moment basically have no balls. They're fucking fags. Not in that term faggot. You know the term faggot when we used to be able to call people faggots when we were kids, remember that, you know, without it being so politically incorrect? I mean, but you are. You're acting like the biggest pussy in the entire world. There's no perfect moment. You're a man. A woman is waiting for you to create that moment. That's how she's wired. She's wired to have you create that moment for her. So she wants to be able to tell the story about how you walked over to her confidently and talk to her about the raspberries or how you walked over confidently while she was in line at the bank and talked to her. You walked over confidently and talked to her at DMV. You walked over confidently. A lot of guys walk over with their shoulders slouched, their hands in their pocket, terrified, breath is bad because they're so nervous. It's like it's all about how you walk over. Women want to be interrupted. They want to tell the story to their friends that this guy, instead of looking at her and creeping her out like most guys do, who are constantly masturbating inside their brain, this guy walked over and actually fucking talked. And I'm going to give you a really good story. We were in Vegas a long time ago. Before I started doing this, I was with 20 guys. And there was this gorgeous girl in line at the stratosphere. And they were all staring at her. And she was starting to get really uncomfortable. And finally, I looked at them and said, guys, enough, man. I'm talking. I'm going to go over there and talk to her. I walked over there and I said, hey. I'm so sorry all my friends made you feel uncomfortable. She looked at me and she says, oh my God. She goes, they were all looking at me. I was thinking like I had something on me, like there was food in my teeth from a distance or something. She goes, hi. I go, hi, what's your name? We talked for 25 minutes. I mean, that's what you do when you stare at a girl. You make her feel so uncomfortable. She wants you to walk over and interrupt her, but you have to learn when to do it, how to do it, and it has to be based on confidence. Right, exactly. And that's the only way that it's going to be done. So let me ask you this. I want, I want to wrap up here and just, you know, get to a little bit of a, of a deeper level if you can share with me. You know, if you were to go back and you were, because you've been doing this for 20 years, right? I mean, you've been doing this for 20 solid years, probably even longer because, you know, I remember you were in New York before you ever came out to LA and you were meeting girls there too. So in all of your life, if you were to go back and you were to do anything differently, is there anything that you would change? I mean, anything for the better? What would you change if you if you had if you could go back? Wow, 
wow, you know, it's like, I love that game, you know, but we never can go back. You know, it's like, I, I, I love playing that game, Tripping, you know, and I think it's one of my favorite ones. If I can go back, what would I do now? What would I tell, you know, the 20-year-old, 5-year-old version of me? You know what it would be? It would be one thing. Do the work. Meaning, you know, let's put it this way. Patience. Have patience. If you're going out there and you're learning how to meet people, have patience. Um, accept when you have a bad day because it's only a bad day. It's only a bad moment. Accept rejection because it doesn't exist. But more importantly, be patient. If you're going out working on your social skills every single day, you're going to end up with a beautiful woman because most guys don't work on their social skills every single day because most guys give up and most guys settle for the wrong woman over and over again. So demand the best of yourself. Realize it's just a journey. And also realize that if you actually do the work, you're going to get there when you're supposed to get there. And you're going to end up with a beautiful woman. Don't settle for a bad relationship. Don't settle for a woman that busts your balls. Don't settle for anything. If you're actually doing the work day by day, little by little, your life is going to be far greater than you ever imagined it to be. Be patient with yourself and really love who you are. Awesome. I mean, that's, that's great. I don't even think there's, there's anything else to say after that. That was just a really nice wrap up there, and I could not agree more. And guys, if you're connecting with this advice, check him out. He's got so much more. We just hit the tip of the iceberg. Go to davidwygant.com and you'll see a bunch of his products and you'll see his blog and he's got a, a million videos. So a lot of good stuff to absorb and learn from. David, thanks for being here, man. Thanks, Trip, man. I appreciate it. Always a pleasure. Always a pleasure. We'll have you back soon. All right. Don't forget to subscribe to the podcast and write a review. Over 18 and want a question answered on the podcast? Email all your questions to trip at tripadvice.com.